What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Yee Yee Podcast. I am back in the office for the first time in what feels like months. It's been like... Yeah, do you feel a little rusty? I felt like I was the substitute teacher the last two weeks. <laughs> did the kids respect you? No, they did not. They did Honestly, more than I you, actually. <laughs> yeah, There's probably I think we got more work done. Um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, the whole office was much more productive. Mm-hmm. While you Less were on cornhole. vacation, it felt like we were on vacation. <laughs> God, I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's what they think of you. Um, today we have on Maddie. This is the first time you've ever been on the podcast? Yes, that is true. So the infamous Maddie. So um, tell people a little bit about what you do at Yee Apparel and uh, how long you've been here and just kind of your story since coming. Um, so I started off as a shipper. And then I slowly moved my way up into um, customer service and um, office manager. I've been here a little over, I think we're going on a year and a half. And yeah, I'm the customer service person. So if you email, that you're talking to me right here. <laughs> it's crazy that it's been a year and a half. That, is, that was before my time. Yeah, how you did, were here before Ben and Brian. How yeah. did you find, did they find you or did you find us? Um. So my boyfriend which is now my fiance um, congrats thanks. we're gonna talk about it in a middle in a minute <laughs> um he was like hey you should reach out to them and uh see if they'll hire you so i reached out to hayden and that's where oh it all you began. reached out to hayden i thought hayden reached out to her or it was something i don't know i think i think she reached out because i had worked with jonathan so jonathan he's works. he was friends with you on facebook and saw yeah that y'all and were. i had just done a show with him recently mm-hmm. he works in the music industry he was uh tour managing for sam Rib- mm-hmm. riggs at the time yep wow that's crazy what a blessing yep you saved us <laughs> it's been great <laughs> so yeah so parker talk a little bit about that because it's so easy with all the different content that we're putting out to see you know what you're doing or what i'm doing or even you know now ben and brian being included more as we push out content but then we've got all these people behind the scenes and maddie is kind of spearheading that so talk a little bit about like how she helps us uh be successful behind the scenes yeah maddie maddie is the face of our brand she's the first point of contact whenever you contact us and then soon to be all uh, direct messages as well across all platforms i think depending on uh how how we go with this other this other platform but anyway uh if you email us then you're talking to maddie and it's been super cool to have somebody that we can trust that's personable that uh, has good emotional intelligence, it can deal with people. And a lot of times with a lot of companies, you're dealing with people who are outsourcing or using third parties in other countries. Like I just dealt, I was telling you, I just dealt with a company who had to, re- I had to return a shirt or they just sent me the wrong shirt. And I was, it, I got an automated message and it took like, it said, please wait three to five business days for a reply. And it was uh, someone not in the US who spoke broken English. And so it's just a pain in the butt. So it's it's, it's really nice to have someone like Maddie that we trust that's personable here in the office that people can see on the vlogs, can see on the podcast. And it's like, that's who you're talking to when you're talking to Yee Yee Apparel. And then Maddie has been uh, super open to taking on different roles as we've grown. And so that's started out with just shipping and then it was shipping and customer service. And then now it's helping out with all of the product placement in the warehouse. And we're getting a new barcoded system with uh, where everything's going to be UPC coded and there's just a bunch of like behind the scenes stuff that you guys don't know in terms of um, in, in terms of getting all the orders uh, in the right place and uh, the way that we're, we print them out and um, that sort of thing and then also dealing with 
you know, the 25 to 30 plus people that we hire every single launch. Yeah, that's a, that's then, a huge part. And then Maddie coordinates all of their shifts and their payroll and day, evening, weekend shifts and which we plan out like a month in advance. And then most of those people have to leave. And then so, uh, and then she all, she also trains all of those people. So every time it's like another 10 to 15 people that we're bringing on that Maddie has to hire and train and teach and yeah, <laughs> stuff, stuff that we would not be able to, uh, to, it, it just helps offload a lot of our workload so that we can focus on um, the brand and the marketing product. Because you, I mean, and if you've been listening for a while, if you've listened from the start, you know this, but early on days, it was a lot of you doing everything. And I, I granted we had, you know, a sh one single shipper, but you were doing a lot of the management stuff. Whereas over the last year and a half, Maddie has taken a lot of that stuff off your plate. I, in the Yee Nation Facebook group, which if you're not a part of it yet, join it. I think it's Yee Nation official. Um, but after a launch, like there will be people that say, I got, I already got an email that my package is out thank you so much. And they tag me. And I guess it's just cause I, you know, lead that group or whatever. And I'm the admin, but that's like, has nothing to do with any of us. And I remember, I mean, so we've, and we've struggled with, as we grow with shipping times, of course, like any business will, but we're getting better. And I think a lot of that has been a testament to you running that, that back there. I mean, sometimes some of those, some of those launches, like when we first started doing this, and I guess Maddie was on the team, but we really hadn't figured out a lot of stuff yet. And you were still like kind of in this role where you weren't as much a manager or a director. You were kind of just like helping out. It was, I mean, we had some crazy shipping times. You remember that? Yeah. Like some I think it took launches. like maybe two weeks or even longer, longer than that. Yeah. And people would be like, I, I order on the launch day, but then I look up their order and it's at 9.30 PM. And like, oh, you're behind a lot <laughs> yeah. of people. So... Yeah, well, thank you so much. I'm glad that you finally came on. I was in Mexico last week. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I was in Mexico and I saw the thumbnail for the last podcast. I was kind of checked out. I didn't really do much here. <laughs> but uh, and I, I saw that you they talked about your engagement. And then I was like, oh, cool. Y'all had Maddie on the podcast. And I'm like, No, we just talked about it. I was like, why did y'all <laughs> talk about it and not have Maddie on the actual podcast? So you got engaged. I did. That's very exciting. Will yeah. you tell us a little bit about how it went? Yes. Uh, right here in Georgetown. Yep. So I um, was just having a normal Sunday. Um, we had driven to San Antonio, came back. We got back about one o'clock on Sunday and I wanted to take a nap because I was tired. We got up early and my friend was like, hey, do you want to go on the square? Let's go to Mesquite Creek. I was like, uh, we were just on the square for four hours the night before. I don't really want to go. And she goes, but no, 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 come on, it'll be fun. Um, and I was like, okay, let me ask Jonathan. He's probably going to say no because he was on the square too. Well, little did I know they were planning um, my engagement. So like 5 o'clock rolls around. I see Jonathan starting to put on a nice shirt, his red wings. You have to know at that point, right? No, you that's don't. The thing. Yes, because Jonathan is just like no, he never wears. Yeah, he's that. just always. A, and I saw he still had the flat bill hat on. Yes, he still had the hat on. Yep. like you can never take that off. Of no, <laughs> and so I had on like uh, cutoffs and a tank top, and then I saw him start putting on like a nicer shirt, and I thought mm, maybe I'll go back and change because he was already in the car. I was like, I'm gonna go put on a dress real quick, so I went and put on a dress. He didn't even tell you to put on a dress or anything. No, I just got the hint. 
and I'm glad I did. <laughs> um, and I hadn't washed my hair. I had it up in a ponytail. He, he did make the comment, like, you, you could probably wear it down. And I was like, no, I'm going to leave it up because it hasn't been washed. So we're driving, and uh, we go to Mesquite Creek. I'm trying on rings just because I wanted to see if I'm still the same size. Well, little did I know he's freaking out because the ring that I was trying on was too small and it was a size oh, seven no. and it was too small. Panic sets in. Well, my ring now is a size five and a half and that's a huge difference. So him and my best friend are talking. They're like, we got to go. Let's hurry. Meanwhile, he's freaking out. Is your best friend with you or is she already at the spot? No, her and her boyfriend are with us. Okay, cool. So she's kind of like making all this happen. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. telling Jonathan, hurry, chug your beer. Let's go. We got to go. <laughs> um, the engagement was supposed to be at five. I think we got to Mesquite Creek at like 530. So then they're like, Bailey goes, I'm hungry. You just told me you weren't hungry, but okay. She goes, let's go to Golden Rule. I was like, okay. It's kind of pricey, but we can go. She goes, I'm hungry. Let's go now. I was like, okay. So we start walking. Walk up to the hostess at um, Golden Rule. I'm right beside Bailey, so um, I hear the hostess tell her, let me go check and see if your table is ready. And... She wasn't supposed to say that. Right. Mm. They had had this all planned. Like she was going to see Bailey walk up. My sister had told uh, the hostess what Bailey was wearing. That way she doesn't say that. But I still didn't get the hint, obviously. Uh. <laughs> um, and so she comes back. She goes, oh, yeah, your table's ready. Well, that girl had gone into the back room to make sure my family was ready. So that's what she was going to check on. And then we go back there. She opens the door. At this point, I still don't know. I just see my family peeking their head around the corner, and I haven't noticed at all. I'm just like, oh, wonder why they're here. And then I look to my left, and there's this big wine barrel with, like, love marquee signs, and that's where the ring was. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Well, Jonathan forgot where the ring was. Oh, my god! So gosh. we walked right past the wine barrel. Everybody's like, no, 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 turn back, turn back. <laughs> and he's freaking out because my sister-in-law was supposed to hand him the ring, and then he was going to get down on one knee. Well, they changed it up, and the ring was on the wine barrel. So he was waiting for her to hand the ring, but really that wasn't the plan anymore. Yes. Uh, so no. I walked straight in all the way to the back. And they're like, no, you got to turn around. You got to turn around. And Jonathan's over there, and he's like, well, here it is. <laughs> so that's pretty much how it went. As a girl, do y'all uh, appreciate the, like, the theater and the, like, the theatrics of it with like all of the props and the planning and all of the people. I know you're a huge family person. Yeah. And so it's probably important for you to have your family there. Yeah. But I'm I could not also one... see a couple that like just has it just them mm -hmm. two. It makes it really personal. I could see both ways. Yeah. I'm definitely not one. I wouldn't want it like some people do it at like baseball games or yeah. concerts. Yeah. I know. I'm not someone. And like some that. people are like that. I think it's different. But yeah. for like, for anything that I've ever thought about, I'm like, oh, that's kind of tacky. Yeah. A little bit. I liked how he did it. And he knew, I've talked about it for a long time, he knew exactly what I wanted, and he they outdid themselves. Brian, how it would you awesome. like to be proposed to? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I know when you said that, I was thinking about how a lot of people have proposed at a Granger concert yeah. to happens like that. And it's almost every single concert. Yeah. And that's pretty cool when it's on stage and if you both have a bond with a certain yeah. artist. True. And a lot of, and you hear those stories a lot of times that they met at a Granger concert or they yeah. went, that was their first date or whatever. And so that whenever it's, and I guess that happens a lot with baseball games. Maybe that was a first date or something. You go back to the Dodgers game or whatever. I saw a graphic the other day about how much it costs 
for each MLB team to uh, propose. And I think the Dodgers was like a thousand dollars. It's wow. the most expensive. Wow. I think in Cabo would be cool. Maybe with your girlfriend's family. See, that was another <laughs> thing. <laughs> that was another thing. The uh, July 4th weekend, I didn't know he brought the ring to the beach in Puerto Aransas. Oh, wow. He was thinking oh. about it. But he got, he got wet feet, literally. Yeah. <laughs> but I knew, like, he told me to take nice clothes there. And so I thought, oh, it's happening. Because um, we never, like. And that's like y'all's spot. Y'all go to Yeah, Puerto every 4th of July. Yeah, okay. Um, and he was like, why don't we take some nice clothes just in case we go to dinner? Well, we don't ever go to fancy dinners in Puerto Aransas, especially. I don't think um, it's hard to find. Yeah, no, I don't think it exists yeah. in Puerto Aransas. No. <laughs> um, and so I was kind of freaking out. Well, little did I know, it was in his backpack where my. Um, my laptop was but i didn't know at the time and he was like it was laying right on top you didn't see it and i was like no i he goes well i figured if i would have hid the ring you would have found it so i just laid it on top um and then he decided that the backdrop and the whole kind of like vibe at that house wasn't what he wanted and he knew i wouldn't like it it was which a party I'm glad. house yeah. I, saw, I saw y'all partying it yeah. looked awesome yeah um so he decided to wait a week and a half and then it happened come on every girl wants to be proposed to like seven beers deep you know a little yeah. bloated it's no. like that's, that's every girl's dream right <laughs> and i knew he wouldn't propose by the water because his biggest fear is losing the ring in the water or in the sand mm, that yeah. would be awful my dad proposed to my mom uh they were just at his apartment and he said can you go get me a glass of milk and she got up and then opened up the fridge and got the milk in it. The ring was just behind <laughs> the milk in the fridge. That's I was pretty like, funny. That's it's so fu- <laughs> it, it is crazy how well and you. So you've worked in wedding video oh, yeah. industry and photo industry. So like, it's just crazy to me how um, you hear about a lot of our parents. It was like this non outlandish thing, not a show at all. And then like everything nowadays is just one-upping and i think that's the social entire, media yeah social media yeah. has done it i think that's the entire wedding industry a little bit but i always I always like it whenever people do something like a little bit more toned down or yeah. like just i had a, I had a buddy that got they, they had like um someone hide out to take pictures and bushes but it was just them two and then yeah. they went somewhere else and we were all waiting like they went to somewhere you know rented out somewhere. see jonathan's always said those people that are acting so surprised like someone's hiding their yeah. family's behind them he's like they're not really surprised they all planned that she knew everyone she, knew she, it's that picture but then he did this and i was like well i had no clue i was clueless but i guess it's different crazy, for... crazy. well congratulations thanks I don't know why in the world you would ever be taking advice uh, from three dudes that are not married <laughs> on a on a public podcast. But thank you for. She's like, I never said I was taking your advice. Yeah, sure. Yeah. True. It's like one ear, one one ear in, out the other. Yeah. Whatever. In one ear, out the other. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Luckily, we have a year and a half to plan. So there you go. Yeah, y'all y'all already got a wedding venue, right? Yep. Twenty twenty two. Georgetown. Because of the it, t- it's taking so long because of the venue. No, I just went like that's the first thing you do is book the venue um so i went to um and looked on a wednesday my mom was like let's go back again and talk more to the owner and we went back and uh he was like yeah i've already booked two saturdays since the last time i saw you in october and i knew i wanted to get married in october so my mom was like let's just do it let's just do it now i think this is a place everything is beautiful in here you're not going to find another place like this and so we just so that was the reason that it's it's that far out is because Mm -hmm. of that venue right that's crazy how far in advance well speaking of which i saw uh, a stat the other day that they're already predicting of course you know because people book weddings far out 
2022 will have the most weddings since I think either 1983 oh, or 84 yeah. because yeah. everyone's, you know, a lot of people still held out this year because of COVID. Of course, there were no weddings yeah. last year and then in a lot of this year. But yeah, everyone is just, it's going to be the, the top year since like the early 80s. Yeah, literally every other vendor, like for, uh, the photographer, the cake person, all that, they're like, you're a little early to be uh, talking to me. You usually wait like eight months out i'm like i'm just trying to get ahead of the game here because my luck it'll be booked when i want to come well we can't wait obviously brian and hayden and i will all be groomsmen yep just looking forward to already already talked to jonathan yeah already well a bridesmaid for brian Uh, (laughs) hey you know we're open to anything i'll 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 be the uh ring bearer oh okay yeah Yeah. that's perfect can cooper come down the aisle as well yeah he can be with you me and cooper you know Brian, Maybe you can he can even have the girl. ring yeah, around yeah. his neck or something. I, I've, I've seen people do yeah. that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, congratulations. Thanks. Let's talk a little bit about the fall launch and also Bristol will be in. I know y'all talked a little bit about this last week on the podcast. Um, so if you're new or if you didn't know, we do these big launches. Um, our fall launch is September 17th. It will be the biggest launch ever. We're pretty sure by far. Um, Parker can talk a little bit more about the crazy cool items that we have that we've never really done before, but we're already gearing up. Brian, why don't you talk a little bit about the content? We haven't really, well, we've, we've done some stuff. We've, we've started two shoots so far, two or three. And this coming week, as y'all are hearing the podcast, I think we have six or seven in a row that we're going to be doing. So it's probably going to be my busiest week of the year. Yeah. You always hear about hell so. week, but you literally have like a hell month. <laughs> yes. It's just a month of just shooting and editing, yes. and it's crazy for you. Yeah, but next week I'm is excited. your shooting week, and then we're just trying to get ahead of the game. So that would be pretty good if we could get all of that done a month in advance, and yep. then it takes you – the editing is the hard part. Yeah, so I'm excited, though. Yeah, so talk a little bit about the – I know we've talked about this, but, you know, someone maybe their first time listening – Talk a little bit about the new products because we always do shirts. We always do hats. Um, we've got hoodies like we've always had for our fall launches. By the way, a lot of people have been asking about hoodies. We usually don't carry them in the spring, summer. Um, we just bring them back in the fall. So September 17th, we'll have hoodies. But talk a little bit about the custom items that we have that you've been working for over a year on some of these. Yeah, we have for sure coming out a soft shell jacket that is uh, has a concealed carry pocket and a holster and we're actually going with uh matt Carricker from demolition ranch next week to do a cool photo and then maybe a short like skit with him to uh promote it but that yeah that one's been about 15 months in the making and then we have two flannels that we haven't done in a long time those were about a year to develop we just did like a red buffalo plaid and then a blue uh, a nice blue plaid just because i feel like those are the mm-hmm. the most common to start with we customize the fit and the feel and the fabric and everything with those. And it's awesome custom packaging. Each one has uh, like custom tissue on the inside, custom hang tags. So it's definitely the most thought and attention to detail. And so I think you'll really see this launch with those custom products that um, they're, you're just getting a lot of value out of it. I, I think it's going to be really cool. And uh, so the two flannels, the soft shell, and then we have a, a heavy duty canvas work jacket. It kind of has like a Carhartt feel to it, but we tailored it so it's not quite as bulky. Um, I'm actually working right now to try to get them to air those to us to get them to us by September uh, 17th to get them to us on time. Yeah, it's going to be close. (laughs) Um, And then uh, we also have a custom hoodie that's not going to get here by the fall launch, but it's going to be a custom woodland camo 
um, completely custom. And then um, custom women's beanie that y'all got to feel and touch. Oh, yeah. If any of y'all are familiar with uh, the Love Your Melon brand, it's uh, that type quality, super high quality women's beanies. And I think that's all uh, the custom stuff off the top of my head. The beanies are sick. Mm-hmm. We, it's funny. We talk about Maddie's transition into doing different things, but here recently she's just been like a product development assistant. I feel like because <laughs> we're trying every all the women yeah. stuff out on her. That's been that's been interesting for our brand. I remember the early days. I remember when I first got here, Parker was like, "No, women just want the same t-shirts that men have, and it's fine." And then you look at now what we're doing. It's whether it's leggings, whether it's these amazing beanies whether it's women's ball caps that are you know more geared towards women but they're not necessarily women all of them but yeah uh maddie's been like our guinea pig for a little while now yeah yeah we have the uh dark green like a nice subtle dark green um woodland camo leggings that are coming out and we're resizing them so that we worked really hard on those yes (laughs) we have we have worked very hard on the sizing for the leggings because we had a few people complain that they were falling down a little bit so we this is like the 2.0 that's going to be releasing this fall where we resize them. Um, and we also have a men's beanie that's going to be releasing, I believe. And then, um, yeah, it'll be good. Cool. I am going to read off Granger's tour dates real quick for the rest of August. Um, there are obviously more dates, but I'm just going to read off August. Make sure if you want tickets or if you want to see if he's coming to your area because we're hitting a lot of new spots uh, in the rest of 2021. Hopefully nothing gets canceled, but uh, this is the rest of August. August 23rd, the Western Idaho Fair in Boise, Idaho. August 26th, Bend, Oregon, amazing town. August 27th, Waterville, Washington for the North Central Washington Fair. And I guess that's just the rest of August. There's a lot of September dates. There's a lot of October, November. So make sure y'all go to grangersmith.com slash tour. And that's where you can get your tickets. You can get VIP packages if you want to meet Granger. Y'all have been at some shows here recently. Y'all have been saying that the, the meet and greets have been insane. They have. It's been awesome. A lot of Smiths fans and a lot of people's first time at, at a Granger concert. So it's been really cool to see. Yeah, that's really cool. It's I was watching the Smiths the other day and I was, it's just crazy. Some of these lines that, uh, that, that he's had for some of these shows. I saw a cow. Were y'all at the show that there was a cow in the I meet and greet? I saw that one. I wish. Yeah. The cow looked very docile. Um, I just realized we're doing the milk thing. Was the but cow was, just a big fan? The cow was a big <laughs> fan. Well, it was funny because Chris Lee said, Chris Lee was like, does this cow have a meet and greet pass? And then they put the meet and greet pass up on it. But it was very funny. It was a, a classic, just some fair. I guess they were, they had just showed the, the cow. Uh, so I just got back from Mexico. How was Mexico? Oh, a dream. I, so it's weird because I was out for a week with a sickness that I'm probably not going to say, but you know what it was. Um, and then, because I don't want our YouTube to get taken down. And then last week, I just parlayed that sickness right into Mexico, just went to Mexico for the week. And then I'm in office for three days, and now I'm going to Scottsdale. <laughs> so. Wow. You look very tan. Well, I'm tan now. I've got the gold chain. I'm feeling like... I <laughs> really Listens to Parker McCollum once. Yeah, listen yeah. to that gold chain cowboy. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm really feeling like I'm living my best life right now. Um, I feel like, well, Tyler always rocks the gold chain, and I'm rocking it. the The story behind the gold chain is that I was I was in our ki- uh, uh, someone's phone went off. <laughs> Let's see. I didn't want to say it, but my Isn't phone was on. It, do not it looks disturb. like it, it looks like it's going to be an automated message too. It's, it's from not Amazon. Even a person. Uh oh. It's from Amazon. Well, I felt bad because I just now 
took it off of Do Not Disturb because I didn't realize that I had it on Do Not Disturb. So it's only right that I have to do this. And what kind of milk do we have this week? Uh, we, we have muscle milk. We didn't feel right doing it without you, so this is our first week back doing it. If muscle milk would like to sponsor us, we could use it. If you don't know what's going on, we have a tradition here on the podcast. Everybody puts their phone in the middle on loud. First person to get a notification, a text, or a call has to chug a pint of milk. This week, we have vanilla muscle milk. 40 grams of protein. 40 grams of protein. This is good, though. This is... Uh, I feel like it's more beneficial than whole milk. I don't know. Maybe. Probably a little harder to chug. Uh-oh. 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 Hayden chugging the muscle milk with a pouch in his lip. That's country right extra, um, extra skill. Yep, that's just as bad as I remember. It's just as bad. Well... We're going to go to a break and let Hayden recover from this, and we will be back. We'll be right back. We want to start doing this once a week and calling out uh, one of our fans that we see, or one of the listeners that see, that comments a lot and is always interacting and engaging. Um, so, Brian, what was his name? Uh, this week, we have my special friend, David Bo. I think it's Bo. I hope it's not Bo. Sorry, David. Bo. Please let us know how to pronounce it. And thank you for always keeping up with us and sharing nice comments. We appreciate it, and it doesn't go unnoticed. Thanks, David. Yeah, thank you, David. So make sure you comment below and say why you should be the listener of the week next week. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Hayden, you were just in Mexico. What was your favorite part? Well, I was talking about Mexico before I was so rudely interrupted and had to chug a milk because of my Amazon. How was that, by the way? We concluded that that was worse than regular yeah, milk. Yeah, it was right? worse than regular milk. Yeah, it was definitely worse. Um, Mexico was great. Everything was incredible. The only bad part of the trip was I went on a four-hour fishing trip, supposed to be catching marlin, and this was two weeks off of an amazing fishing trip in Fort Lauderdale. That, and I, I understand, like sometimes you know it's not. It's not the boat's fault. It's not the captain's fault. Like they're, they're trying to put you on a fish, but we were out on the boat. I had to wake up at like 5:30 AM be on the dock. It's never fun on vacation. It's just kind of like, what am I doing? But you know, you're a big deep sea fishing guy now. So you're probably excited. <laughs> I've gone twice, really only once, but, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Um, that trip wasn't quite so awesome. We were on the boat for like four hours. We got to see the sunrise, which was beautiful. And that's Cabo. always the best dude. It was like oh yeah i saw that picture on God, your it was insane that and, was awesome and i was still excited at this point because you know i ha- i was still had the promise of catching fish but we went for four hours and never even like had a bite which was you know it sucks but happens, no though. no one else like they were on the radio and no one else was catching anything um but yeah it was beautiful i ended up i felt kind of bad but for the first hour and a half so we were only trolling at first and i thought we were gonna troll get a feel of the water see what's biting see what actual trophy fish we may be able to catch what is trolling again it's whenever you go pretty slow you can do this in like lakes and stuff too i mean i we never grew up really doing this because it's kind of boring but it's like it's kind of what people do when they just want to drink honestly and they don't want to actually fish drop a line in the water and they're going like 15 miles an hour and on those big sea boats i mean they have like i think we had like eight lines out and um yeah so we did that for like an hour and a half and everybody else was so tired in the group 
there were three other people and I was just staring for an hour and a half. I just stared at the poles waiting for one to hit and see that bend. And then it never did. And I was getting so tired. And so I laid down and had a little bit of a nap on the dock because I realized everybody else was sleeping. Was it a pretty big boat? Yeah, but they had these little, like on the back, they had these little pads that, I don't know, I just laid down. It was really, I mean, I, I would nap for like five to ten nice. minutes. I felt bad, but, you know, the captain would come down and he would say, or the deckhand, whoever, his helper, he's like, we're trying. He's like, I'm on the radio. No one else is really catching anything. So that kind of sucked because I was in Florida two weeks ago and uh, we caught a bull shark. We caught some tuna and an, I caught an African pompano, uh, which the captain said they hadn't caught in a few years on that boat. They're fairly, not rare, but they don't catch them all the time. So that was pretty cool. So I kind of had high expectations, but it is what it is. Um, it was funny whenever I was filling out the survey, <laughs> they were like, well, I didn't fill out the survey because I was like, I'm not going to fill it out. Like, why would I fill that out? One of the guys in our group, he went to fill it out and it said like, how was the fishing equipment? And <laughs> I said, just put in a, like, we didn't even use it. You know, we didn't even touch it. And, uh, then they said best catch of the day, question mark. And he just said, none frowny face, <laughs> which is kind of depressing as we were pulling Sad. up to the social media guy for the company, like met us on the dock and this company just, they're just real big about social media. He had his phone out and he was like, how was it guys? I'm like, don't, don't just go away. <laughs> we didn't catch anything. So I thought we were going to stop and actually fish, but they said on that boat, they just troll, they just do trolling which I probably would have gone on a different one if I knew that, but I don't know. Maybe that's all they do in Cabo. So how does the Gulf fish compared to uh, the good old, what is it that you, uh, what is it that you had in, and wh where did you go, Minnesota? Oh, Ice yeah. fishing? I went ice fishing. And that, you said that was the best fish that well, you've ever had. How does that compare? Well, it's fun. Uh, I went with a couple of guys um, in Yee Nation, Dan, Jason, and Josh. Shout out. I think that's their second shout out on this that podcast. Is. Man, lucky, lucky cats. Um, that was fun. The fishing wasn't great on that trip e either, but we're going in again and we're going up to, um, I think it's Red Lake. I think it's like the walleye capital of the world. The walleye was the best fish I've ever so had. So how does walleye, how does walleye compare to like some of the saltwater fish that you have? Oh, well that's, yeah, it's, it's not the same. Like walleye is amazing, but like I had bluefish tuna that obviously I didn't catch, but I had the date that someone else had caught. I had bluefish tuna and I had red snapper that was just at nicer restaurants. There were some of the best fish i've ever and i caught. guess they just prepare it yeah. super nice yeah and it was nice i mean there was mm. two of the nicest restaurants in cabo so it was really really good but walleye like making your own just throwing it in, in like in a fryer and making it just like you would like catfish or something that was the best freshwater fish i've ever had in mm. my life so yeah it was a trip um i came back and just like grew a gold chain now so mm. i'm rocking the gold chain it looks and, good on you well it's also <laughs> So I got the gold chain. That's what I was saying earlier. I got the gold chain because <laughs> classic Parker. So if you didn't know, Parker has a pretty large following on TikTok. So he has a lot of brands reaching out to him. This is like a day before the trip. And I was in the kitchen and I said, man, I wish I had a, I wish I had a gold chain. Parker goes, I've got two. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you have gold chains. You don't seem like a gold chain guy. He goes, nah, some company reached out. I hope they're not listening. He goes, some company reached out and, and gave them to me. So now I own two gold chains that are definitely not real. They're real. I mean, as real as I don't know how real they are, but they're not cheap. I don't know anything about jewelry, so I'm wearing neither do them. I. But I'm wearing them until they break. I guess I'm a gold chain guy. Now. Shout out to uh, Jackson. That's the name of the company. That's the name of the so company. I can say I gave them their shout out. Yeah, there you go. You gave them the shout out. Um, okay, cool. We're gonna cover a little bit of 
uh, like current topics. We've been looking at some different things that are going on this week. There's some hilarious stories out there. Ben showed this one to me. Uh, it's actually just like breaking this morning. I think the article just came out this morning. But have you all seen that Mountain Dew is coming out with an alcoholic drink? I saw that last night and I thought it was just a meme. Me too. But it's a real thing? Yeah. Interesting. Is Would it you just pre-mixed? Um, it's Pepsi. So Mountain Dew is owned by Pepsi. And Pepsi is collaborating with, I, I don't know what beer brand, but some beer brand. Um, would you try that, Maddie? I don't know, but Jonathan is a Mountain Dew. Oh yeah, he is. He's oh. always he's got obsessed Dew. with Mountain Dew. Might have to have. I that wonder at the if wedding. he's seen it yet. The only thing is, is that it's Mountain a Dew seltzer. keg. Mountain yeah, Dew. Mountain Dew keg. Gross. <laughs> oh. oh, gross. So we uh, don't know if it's a seltzer or what kind of alcohol it is, like tequila or vodka. It's got to be a seltzer. All of these companies are jumping on this seltzer game. And Mountain Dew's just going to throw their logo on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah so Everyone's it says uh, PepsiCo and Boston Beer are teaming up to create Hard Mountain Dew, an alcoholic-flavored malt beverage. Mm. Um, the drink is expected to hit shelves early 2022. You know what I read that is really interesting? And, I we you know, seltzers have blown up um, in the last couple years. They actually have tapered off a little bit, but... They've been blowing up and everybody, it's been like the arms race to get into the seltzer space. But I was reading that beer volume declined 2.8% in the last year, despite alcohol consumption being the highest rate it's been in two decades. Wow. Because of seltzers. I, I think it's because of, of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I think people are just getting drunk because it's the COVID. Because it's Wait, did you say that beer sales were down? 2.8%, but overall alcohol consumption is up. Oh, so, oh, 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 so you, you guys' point is that people are just going to hard liquor instead of beer. And seltzers. And then I th do you think that it's because of the pandemic that everybody has been Idea. drinking? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's definitely why people yeah. are drinking more. I was just wondering why beer sales were down. Yeah, I think that's the, the race to the seltzers. Y'all should have, yeah, y'all should get a keg, a Mountain Dew keg. That would be funny. At the bachelor party, at least. Yeah. This the uh, this will be out by that time, so oh, if, we'll if have you have it. any city boys coming that want uh, malt, malt mountain dew sounds disgusting yeah it does the uh the case for it was really funny too it was like it was like a little much do you think taco bell like wait do you think taco bell will have a baja blast alcohol in vegas for sure because at the taco bell in yeah. vegas they serve alcohol there's one in austin too no way really whenever all that got announced that taco bell was going to start serving alcohol at a few different locations one of them was in austin i don't know if it's still going because that was like that. two years ago but yeah so i've been to the one in vegas what's it like it's just like a Taco Bell with alcohol. Alcohol, yeah. <laughs> but but is the food but it's like it's like two story. It's, and called, yeah, it's called a cantina. The yeah, Taco Bell yeah, cantina. Yeah. It's uh, I'm trying to remember. It was late. Um, yeah. We'll talk about the uh, food was the same. Talk though. about fantasy rankings like drunk food. That's got to be up there. Taco Bell's like mm -hmm. on the list. So you don't even really have to go anywhere. You're just you're just at the cantina. Did you ever go on a, a Jack in the Box tacos kick? Yeah, I had some buddies from Dallas yeah. who were obsessed with yeah, 3 o'clock in the morning Jack in the Box. I didn't, and I tried it one time, and I didn't think it was that good. Yeah, I didn't you should either. never like eat them like in daylight. Mm. It's just one of those things yeah. that like you just shouldn't really see it. You just like inhale it. At, like, I'm pretty sure the, the Jack in the Box in my hometown is laundering money because I've never seen a car there. It's been open for probably 15 years, and no one ever goes that's there. because you haven't been there at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> True. Maybe that have you ever seen the whataburger in college station at oh it's at two awful. or three a.m it's awful yeah that's there's some that you're right and 
about like there's some places that should only be eaten in the dark. Have you ever been in the Taco Bell line and been like, I hope I don't see anyone I know. No, <laughs> oh, you're getting Taco Bell. Yeah. Dude, Taco Bell really is good though. It yeah, does. It, 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 it hits quesad- different. quesadillas. Yeah. Why did people hate on it so much? Well, because I think that you've got it does like go five. Th- it does go through. You. Yeah, you've got true, five true. minutes to get to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. It does. Yeah. Um, other thing that I saw is Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Fieri uh, is making a hot dog. So have y'all seen the Field of Dreams game? That uh, so the Field of Dreams movie, you know, famous movie with Kevin Costner. Uh, they play baseball in a cornfield in Iowa. So you can still go there. You can go on a tour and everything. But they're actually playing uh, a major league baseball game there, August twelfth. I guess it will have already happened. Yep. Um, but they got so Guy Fieri is doing a collaboration. I love saying that. I could say that all day. He's doing a collaboration with Chevy for the game, and they're making uh, hot dog apple pies. Would you try that? I would not. You wouldn't try it. Would you try it? You're you're a picky eater, though. Yeah. Is a picky so am I. I don't know. Does that mean that there's there's I don't pieces think... of hot dog in a pie, or does that mean no, that I... there's there's apple pie? In the shape of well, a hot I'm gonna dog. Show it to, I'm going to show it to y'all real quick. I'm not a meat pie guy. And we'll put it, it on the It sounds screen. terrible, nope, but... Nope. You're not yeah. trying well, that? Well, Tyler no. had a good point. He said it's basically just like a sweet pig in the blanket. You're right. Yep. I changed That's my mind. Point. I would try it. <laughs> when he said that, I kind of <laughs> thought... Yeah, it's just a kolache. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a kolache. <laughs> it's just a sweet kolache. <laughs> it really is. I'm little... more of like a jalapeno cheese guy, which I think is a Texas thing. So if yeah. you're from the Midwest, you probably think we're crazy, but... Uh, that's kind of like the, that's like combining the sweet kolaches with the jalapeno cheese, which is interesting. Well, I was listening to a podcast with Guy like yesterday, and he said that whenever he called his team, he had the idea about it. He called his team, and the first thing that they asked him is, how many beers have you had? Because they're like, there's no way this is going to work. And he's like, I promise you. And I, I don't know the story behind it, but he was like, I know it sounds crazy, but like he, I tried it, and he goes, this thing should be literally frozen in every single grocery store mm-hmm. in America, and you can just buy it. Like, like a toaster that. strudel or something? Yeah, like a toaster strudel. Yeah. It's like it's like if it's yeah, weird. Is that dessert or your meal? Maybe it's smart because you knock both of them out in one sitting. Is it an afternoon snack? What is it? When could he have this? Yeah. I mean, speaking of running through you. Yeah. That's <laughs> could be yeah. breakfast. I hope those bathrooms yeah. at the Field of Dream game are uh, are really good. As if America needed anything else to our uh, heart disease issue. It's like why are we fat? Oh, because apple pie hot dogs made by Guy Fieri. Yep. Um, did y'all see the another one that's been making the rounds on the internet? Maddie, did you see the guy that was on the Frontier flight that got taped up to the chair? I did not. Have you not seen this? No. I, I haven't seen it either. Y'all haven't seen it? Okay, no. well, we'll insert the clip. Right here. But this guy, so you saw it. The guy literally was just, I, I saw that he was, he like groped a couple flight attendants and i think he punched another one and <clears throat> so the flight attendants just got tired of dealing with him and they taped him with like packing like packing wrap they taped him to the chair so he was just like what and he was heck? very very inebriated and probably some other things but i've always thought about that every time i get on a flight i'm like this could be the flight that like some video goes viral like someone doesn't comply or it's whatever. happening more often yeah I know. ever since covid it's just it's happened so much and i mm-hmm. think People are just high, high strung and having to wear masks and follow special rules. It's just gotten to people. His name was Maxwell Berry. He's 22, classic, of Norwalk, Ohio. So if we have any uh, Ohio people, tell us how far away that is from you because I'm sure we've got some listeners that that's like right down the road. 
Um, he punched a Frontier Airlines flight attendant and groped two others on a flight from Philly to Miami. He said quite a few things that we can't repeat, but one of them was that his parents are worth two million blank dollars, which my thinking is, and no, no hate because I've I've flown all the airlines before, but why are you flying Frontier if your parents are worth two million dollars? It's just kind of weird to me. Well, if you're gonna brag about something like that, then flying Frontier Airlines. So, yeah, he was hammered. I would I would think that they would have like some torp like some sort of like restraint uh mechanism right. instead of just like saran wrap mm. or yeah. something There's gotta be i'm assuming this happened mid-flight otherwise it they could have yeah kicked him it was off. like towards the end of the flight i mean philly to miami is a long flight too yeah and supposedly the article is kind of funny he was it was they said after his fourth drink he started being belligerent and i was like well that's not his fourth drink that's probably his mm. you know he probably had some airport yeah. beers I uh did, yeah i did see a video this week that was really funny well awful but funny this guy was on a plane and he totally forgot, like you could tell he totally forgot where he was, but he lit a cigarette like mid-flight and just started oh, smoking no. it. And then the flight attendant came up and was like, sir, you can't do that. And you could tell on his face, like he realized like, oh crap, I'm on a flight right now. Yeah, see, yeah, I mean maybe, but like, you know where you're at. Yeah. But like, I don't know, I think to some of those guys, it's just so second nature that you could do it without even thinking about it. Yeah. It's like putting a piece of gum in. I was watching Airplane. Have you ever seen Airplane, the movie from like the early '80s, late '70s? Is the cover of that movie just like airplane tied in a knot? Yeah, within a knot. By the way, talk about like humor that still stands up years and years later. It's you've seen it, Ben. So funny. But that entire like the entire movie, it's very it's comedy. But they've got like people just railing cigarettes and stuff. And you watch old movies from that time, and you're like, oh wait, yeah, that's right. Everybody was just getting hotboxed by cigarette smoke, like oh, in the seventies, you know, or any time before that. So crazy. Um, but yeah, that guy, he got like three battery charges and yeah, what, a, what an idiot. What, 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 last thing I'll ask is whenever they taped him up, I mean, he deserved it, like totally deserved it. He was being an idiot, but what happens if that plane goes down? You know, they have to land or do some type of emergency landing, whatever. That's a fire hazard now. He can't get out. Like, I think that those, I think those flight attendants are going to get in trouble. Hmm. It's crazy. But what are you supposed to do with someone like that on a plane? I don't know. Surely they have protocol or yeah. they know what to do or they have a taser. But then again, or it is Frontier Airlines. <laughs> yeah. It's the Wild West. Literally. The I would be a fan of knocking out the last, like, six rows and putting them in those restraining suits and just throwing them in this little room you know what I they do you're gonna say throw them off the plane yeah yeah throw them <laughs> off the plane <laughs> no with the, the parachute <laughs> yeah with the parachute <laughs> like one of those water slides that you get in and the floor drops out from under you <laughs> they put so you in the bathroom <laughs> no i'm talking you know like in the movies whenever someone's like a danger to themselves and like jail or prison or something and they just throw them in the room where it's like literally a sponge room imagine if this all the walls were just like mattresses you can't hurt yourself and you're like i think it's a sh- straight metal jacket no that's something else how sad of a world would we have to get to where they had to have that room on an airplane we're not far i don't think we're very far all right we're gonna go to break real quick we'll be right back what's up y'all welcome back to the yee yee podcast we're gonna roll right into the fantasy rankings we've got maddie joining us today for the fantasy rankings which is the first time obviously your first time on the podcast but are you nervous at all about the fantasy rankings knowing how much we argue about these and go back and forth about who won. I don't know. I feel pretty good about mine. What's funny is we just got, we just told Maddie, like, 
<laughs> an hour and a half ago that she was going to be on the podcast today. So I didn't was... have much time to think about him. Okay. I mean, Brian is never prepared, so you're already that's a leg true. up on him. All right. <laughs> He's like, yep, that's true. You got me there. I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> okay, so uh, the fantasy rankings today is going to be life's minor inconveniences. Not big things, but anything that's just an inconvenience in life that you have to do. So, we're gonna with you being your first time on, we're going to let you go first. So, you get the first pick in this fantasy draft. Go ahead. Um, I would probably say when you're running late and you hit every single red light. It's a great one. It's every morning for me. <laughs> yeah. Do you hit a lot of red lights on your way here? There's not very many. There's yeah. two. Yeah. So. Yeah, you got lucky. But the other day, I was running late somewhere, and li- I didn't hit a green light. Yeah, it's always when you're running late. Yeah. It's like the universe knows that you're running late. And yeah. yeah. All right, Brian, what you got? My first one is Fender Bender. And Oh, you I, know a lot about this. I say that because <laughs> I got into a Fender Bender last week. And it wasn't go? bad. It was no damage to the other person's car, but it was a very big minor inconvenience. It was funny, too, because I saw Bron pull into the office parking lot. It's like, what's wrong with the front of his truck? It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. He got into a fender bender. Yeah. It's getting fixed on Monday. So okay. Expensive? Uh, insurance. Nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. My number one minor inconvenience is, wow, we're really going with the car thing. Number one minor inconvenience is stopping to get gas. It's the worst, and I know I could just get an electric car, but I'm not going to do that because I support gas use. Maddie? Sorry. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, I hate stopping to get gas. You're rocking and rolling. You don't even need to pee, and you just have to stop and get gas, and, like, it gets you all out of sync, and then Cooper is in the back seat, and he he wants to stop and get out. So, yeah, I hate stopping to get gas. It's, like, the worst thing that you can do on a road trip or just going anywhere. Parker, what you got? Life's minor inconvenience. Number one for me is when you go to a food place, drive through, and you get your food, and then you get home and you realize they got something wrong in your order. Mm, the worst. Yeah, that's. Th- well, do, so did your parents teach you to check it before you leave? Yes. And I never do either. No. Nope. Yeah, I never do. My dad always tells my mom, Did you check? Well, then that's why it's wrong. Then it's your fault. Yeah, that's such a classic thing, dad thing to say, by the way. Because then I don't want them to be like, especially like a Chick-fil-A, which is the most common drive through that I go through. They're just always so nice. And it's like, surely they didn't get it wrong. And actually, Chick-fil-A, I don't think has ever gotten it wrong. I got, I got it. Chick-fil-A got my order wrong once. And you know what? Since it's Chick-fil-A, I just accepted that they know better. <laughs> yeah, this is what I wanted. It's like, I was wrong. I got fries, and I think that they put fruit in there instead. And I said, you know what? Chick-fil-A knows my body better than me. I needed Well, the same thing. Today. I ordered Coke, and they gave me Diet Coke. Mm. Exactly. See? Uh, They're just making us better people yeah. in yep. the end, you know? Thank you, Chick-fil-A. Thank you, Chick-fil-A. We're still looking for a Chick-fil-A sponsorship. All right, Maddie, what you got next? I would probably say another minor inconvenience would be getting in bed and forgetting to turn off the lights that's a great one (laughs) what about the fan does the fan worse or better i would say lights i have to sleep in darkness Sorry, I'm supposed to be checking into. My, I'm so sorry, Maddie. I just ruined all your thunder. I'm supposed to be checking into. My, <laughs> I thought that was Ben. For supposed to be second. checking into my flight right now. <laughs> uh, you gotta chug a gallon of milk. Your phone went off. Yeah, chug a gallon of milk now. Yeah, well, it's it's also like it's really inconvenient. 
so in my bedroom i can reach over and oh, hit the light you're lucky yeah i'm one of the lucky ones yeah. out there thank you parker because uh, i live with parker and i know whenever he bought the house he looked and said you know what Whenever Hayden lives with me, he's not going to have to get up out of bed and change the light. He can just do it right from his bed. It's so. all about that remote control light. Oh, do you have a remote control? Yep. Wow. You've also got a weird apartment. Why don't you tell the listeners real quick sidebar about your uh, your shower? Uh, my bathtub <laughs> is probably eight square feet or more. You could fit like three people in there side by side. Well, eight square feet isn't that. Okay. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, and then the shower head has six knobs. And five different, like, shower spouts. And they're, like, up and down the wall. Yeah. Yep. Do, it, have you actually, used the bot? I, I used it the other day. It was great. Yeah. I asked him which one to use, and he just, like, set up the system for me. Mm -hmm. And then it was, it's just, like, a <laughs> wall of water. It's got, like, a waterfall feature that's really nice. It's basically a water park. Yeah, it's, yeah. The bottom I, one is kind of like a bidet. Do I you don't use it for that at all. Have you never used it for a, as a bidet? It's great, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won't answer the question. I just got a bidet, and I'm so pumped to use it. Oh, I've wow. had to go to the bathroom all day, and I'm just waiting until I get home. Wow. Oh, yeah. my. Yeah, welcome to the podcast, Maddie. Thanks. <laughs> um, right. My next one yeah. is forgetting your computer charger at home. Oh. And I'm speaking from experience because that happens to me a lot, and there's nothing worse than in having to ask people that don't want to share their computer charger with you if you can borrow their charger for like half the day. I forget mine all the time and Parker is smart because he's got his like wired into his desk so it's so much of a pain that I don't even go to him anymore. He knows what he's doing. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, it's my anti-Hayden system. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like one minute away from checking in so I'm just kind of like monitoring my flight. Southwest yeah, Southwest, too. you got to check in 24 hours out. You got to do it as soon as you can because if not, you're just going to be. One time I checked in uh, late, like super late. I was like maybe five hours late to checking in, and I was in the A class. Really? Like A12. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Where were you going? Uh, I think Vegas. Was there anyone on the flight? Yeah, it was a full Weird. flight. Weird. Yeah. Well, That's we're not minor, all that lucky. It's another minor inconvenience is flying southwest and having to check in yeah. like that. Well, and it's always on the way back because, like, I just am doing busy all day on vacation or wherever, and then I'm like, oh, crap, I got to check in. You know, I'm six hours late. Um, one of life's minor inconveniences is slow Wi-Fi. I always feel so bad complaining about it because it's like, dude, you know, 50 years ago, we didn't even have computers, or, like, 20 years ago, we didn't have Wi-Fi, but... Wi-Fi. It's the worst. Whenever it's slow, we've just gotten so used to having fast Wi-Fi. And whenever you don't have it, it's the worst. We used to have terrible Wi-Fi out here. Yeah. At the farm. I remember bad. as a kid where you couldn't use the phone and the internet at the same time because we had dial-up. Yeah. Did y'all ever have the uh, – well, I guess that was before our time. But did you ever have the, like, party lines where – I guess it, my parents talk about it all the time. I guess I'm showing my age, but uh, – like everyone on your block would be on the same line. So you'd pick up the phone and Miss Johnson down the street would be on the phone. You'd have to get off and wait. Wow. No. Yeah. They really roughed it back in the day. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to get us some comments about it, that. <laughs> it's crazy how good we have it now. We're all under the age of like 29. Well, most of us. <laughs> all right, Parker, what you got? Number two, life's minor inconveniences is the fire alarm, low battery chirp. Oh, Oh, oh that's a good one. Smoke detector. That's a good one. Smoke detector, that is the worst. <laughs> Especially when you have like vaulted ceilings and you have to get the ladder out and you have to go find it. Oh man! Well, the, the easy fix to that is just to not have fire alarms. Yeah, I mean, 
you can tell if there's a fire happening pretty yeah. easily. Yeah, the fire alarm is my nose. I yeah. can smell it. <laughs> smell the last words. <laughs> Famous last words. Cooper barking. Someone's gonna use. Yeah, Cooper barking. Someone's gonna use this if I ever uh, have a, like yeah. a house fire or something. Just so you know, we are pro fire alarm. Uh, <laughs> we are a pro fire alarm <laughs> podcast. I want to put that in Just writing right jokes. now. <laughs> All right, Maddie. Last round. What you got? My last one would have to be um, washing your sheets. And then it's time to go to bed, and you forgot mm. to put your sheets in the dryer. Oh. Such a good one. Such a good one. It happens to me quite often. Wow. Oh, man. Well, the So you either wait, or you just go to bed with no sheets yeah. on the bed. Well, you know the fix for that? Buy another set of sheets. Never wash your sheets. Never wash your sheets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a stat, by the way. I want, I want you to guess as a girl. I may have said this in the office because it was just mind-blowing to me. How much? How often do you think that the average 20, 20 to 30-year-old single male washes their sheets in a year? In a year? In a year's time. I would say like four times. Pretty good. Three. I was going to say three. Three, yeah. That's, oh, that's yeah. bad. That's pretty bad. How often do you wash your sheets, Brian? <laughs> About three times three. a month. Okay, I knew you were going to go with that. <laughs> yeah, I just... Well, especially, like, Cooper sometimes sleeps on the bed. Sometimes... But he's always in his bed. I'll put his bed up on mine. But sometimes he sleeps on the floor. But I just... If he's in the bed too much, I'm like, we got to wash these sheets. Mm -hmm. It's disgusting. Yeah, that makes sense. But if you're a single dude in your 20s, you don't really need to wash your sheets. And I just moved here from a college town, and I can say that stat's probably very true. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Is that the whole house, you and your two roommates, three times total? Probably, yeah. One each. <laughs> Spring cleaning, and then we're good yeah. for the rest of the year. Gross. You take a shower before you get in bed. Exactly. And if you always take a shower before you get in bed, <laughs> and you keep it cold, you're not going to sweat. That's right. All right, what you got? All right. My third one, life's minor inconveniences, is running out of toilet paper. Mm, yeah. And I had that on my list, but yeah. I decided not to go with it. So it could be... Good thing you have a shower. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Good thing you have a shower with a spout two feet up. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be you're on the toilet already, and you realize you're out of toilet paper. Or you're about to sit on the toilet, and you realize you're completely out of toilet paper. And do you go to the store? Do you take a shower? <laughs> do you wash your sheets? What are you doing? So... That's my third one. One time I was at a uh, friend's house and I was in their upstairs bathroom and I clogged the toilet and it overflowed. Oh, God. and it started, it overflowed so bad that it started leaking from the ceiling underneath. Oh, just no. Just barely dripping. Oh. It was, and I, I never told anybody about it. I feel really bad about it. I just remembered that I did that. And then I ended up like getting all of their, t their towels and I ended up drying it on the floor and then washing the towels. And un I unclogged it eventually, but there's probably for a long time water sitting on the ceiling and dripping. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm glad you got that off your chest. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Those are the stories too that are the best. Please don't make a TikTok out of that. That is a life <laughs> minor inconvenience. That is that is actually borderline major inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's just being a bad yeah. friend. It's yeah. like, so, so the whole so the whole ceiling on the first floor is ruined. Parker uh, cost us a hundred thousand dollars in damage. I think I was in middle school. Yeah, I was about to ask how old were you? Like, were you? I would have paid. I would have paid money to see the look on Parker's face whenever the water started going over. Because it's all, you know, it's all fun and games until the water actually goes over the side, and that's when you realize you're in trouble. Man, gross. 
<laughs> uh, okay. My last pick for minor inconvenience in life is losing the correct lid to your Tupperware. This is a weird one, but it happens to me a lot because you, you know, you're, you get done with dinner. You put the, you find a Tupperware that fits the size of whatever stuff you're putting in the fridge. You put it in the Tupperware and then you start looking for a lid and you can't find it, but you got to use that because it's already dirty. So you're like, what do I do? So if you have plaster crap, I guess you can use that, but I'm more of a Tupperware guy. Uh, this happened to me last night, actually. I couldn't find the lid for a Tupperware. So, it yeah. happened to me last week. Our Tupperware cabinet is just a night. It's like, what's the point of this? I got so <laughs> mad the other day. You need the home edit to come uh, organize. Yes. <laughs> well, so Parker and I live together, if you didn't know, and we're both we're both pretty clean, Parker being extremely clean. And every once in a while, I'll open the, open the cabinet and all the Tupperwares are stacked. I, we haven't even talked about this publicly, so... But every once in a while, the Tupperwares are just perfectly stacked. And I'm like, oh, Parker had a cleaning day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first thing he goes into in the kitchen is the Tupperware. Because it, it does get, you know, it does get messy pretty quickly. Because of you? Because of me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hand up in the air. I'm a big Tupperware guy. I mean, I leave Tupperware at the office all the time. And I know it ticks Tyler off. But he hasn't said anything to me yet. So, yeah. Big Tupperware guy. But that comes with some, some negative side, side parts, too, as well. All right, what you got? Last pick. Uh, oil change. When I mean, you got to drop your car off, and then you got to figure out what to do and how you're like when to do it, and then when you're gonna pick it up, and you got to ask people for a ride. Yeah, you know about that. Yeah, I had to pick you up. No, you were going around the office this morning asking <laughs> everyone if they could give you a ride. <laughs> I, I will say though, you're thinking ahead. You yes. you're thinking about this, six days ahead. Yep. So I appreciate because I know that. you're gonna be gone this weekend, and I'm have to drop my truck off at the shop on Monday, so I'm just making sure I have a ride to work. Yeah. Smart. Every country boy is just going to say I should do the oil change myself. Yeah, they, they are. are. They are. Well, I, I my dad and I used to do uh, my oil changes, and I actually know how to do it, but I can't do my vehicle now that I have. So it's too short. Need to go back to it. Well, I can jack it up. I just It's all different under there. Foreign car. Foreign. Which I'm looking for a truck. So if you know any good new used or used trucks. Tesla. New used. Uh, not a Honda Ridgeline. Hit me up if you're selling yours. <laughs> Ford Ranger? No, not a Ford Ranger. I want a full. <laughs> God, these are all the worst. <laughs> I don't want any of these trucks. Please only hit me up if... I, I hate saying this because people will get mad, but I want a Ford or Chevy. Preferably a Ford. So a Chevy Colorado. No, not a Chevy Colorado. <laughs> I don't want a small truck. I want a full-size truck so I can do country things. You know what I heard about Ford is they circled their problem. You get it because it's an oval. Oh, I get it. Circled Just it. a really bad joke to lead us out. Well, that's all right. All right. Thank you guys for listening so much. We'll be back next week. With, do, gonna, we have any, do we have any good guests? Is he going to say it? Oh, yeah. I said, I'm going to say it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, we got a good guest next week. Cool. Y'all make sure you tune in. If you're not subscribed yet, make sure you subscribe. Go Brandon Jones Saturday. Watch the race on Saturday. Eat your